This is a special presentation of the ACC Basketball oh my God. So That's bad. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I thought back. it was pretty good, you know? Thanks, guys, for the support. Really so appreciate bad. that. Yeah, it was like you were introducting a lounge singer Love somewhere. you, too. Let's go on to it. This is the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Neer. We've got Guthrie Alexander on the round table. We've got Taylor Pilkington in the house greetings. Hello. We're here, we're here. And then uh, everyone's favorite character, Vegas Mike Jaffe, is ready. Estoy aquí. So Let's got, do this. I'm already in, in San Jose in my mind. Okay. <laughs> Let's go ahead and preview the next two regions. We did the East and the South in episode one. If you not checked that out, it should be right below you on the podcast episode list. But we go now to the Midwest region. We're going clockwise. So, gentlemen, the North Carolina Tar Heels, who we all have been on, the entire season. Every one of us is like them. Uh, different times. <laughs> yeah. I still like him. Mike is so unpredictable. I, I have no idea what's going through his head right now. I I do. I like North Carolina. Yes, good team. Guthrie said they would not lose another game in the Wrong. ACC tournament. He also said that Michigan State was going to win the title. How many title picks do you have right now? And you also have Texas Tech to win the title yep. on a ticket. Yep. Uh, I got two more Anybody in my else? back okay, pocket good. just just in case. Okay. I'll break him out as needed. Does anybody want to pick Iona against them? No. No, Iona's no. terrible. Let's move on. UNC. Yeah. Iona, actually, there might be some value here. Iona <laughs> is a terrific offensive team. The over-under is like 166 or so. Right. Psh, hammer the over, please. Iona's going to score at least 70. This is going to be really? a... Yeah, this is going to be a tremendous... Tremendous offensive game. Wow. Iona is an, a pretty good offensive team. They like to play super fast. That's why they're going to score points. That's and, what, that, that's yeah. That's my angle. Yeah, and their defense <laughs> is really really bad. So yes. UNC might score. How many, how many exactly. years in a row has Iona been in the tournament? I feel yeah. like every single year I have to look at Iona in the tournament and being like, ah, they're still terrible at defense, but man, they run. Yeah. I remember them playing Iowa State like three years ago and sweating that thing out as it went to like 180 for the over. Um, but yeah, I guess it's going to be the same thing this year. So looking forward to it. Thanks, Iona. Should be fun. Yeah. Should be fun. I think their uh, best player got suspended before the season started for um, getting in a fight in practice or something like that. Mm. Maybe knocked out one of his teammates. I just call that competition. Yeah, but I could also be completely wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, he, but he did, I think, get suspended. Fair, fair. Anyways. Okay, it's time for the moment I've been waiting for for a while. Okay. The 8-9 matchup. I'm just drawn to him. Okay, I can't yeah. help it. Yeah. On a year-to-year basis. <laughs> So what what do you like here? Utah State, Washington. The Utah State checks a huge box, which is one of my stories. You know, checking boxes. A, a long, lengthy February March winning streak, and you know what? The streak is still alive, my friend, as it is for the Wofford Terriers and other teams who I enjoy in round one. I love Utah State here. I think Washington is tremendously overrated. They got the label of being, you know, the Pac-12 lock or you know the the, the Pac-12 bid. Mm-hmm. But they've sucked recently. They've been really bad. I don't care about their zone. I care about the better team. I'm not reading too much into that. Utah State's a very good rebounding team. I And they're pretty good defensively as well. Yes. I love watching this team play. I don't see Washington standing a chance in this one. And I'm going to go that far. Mm. How about that? Tell me I'm wrong, Mike. Uh, I don't know that I can say that you're wrong. I think that... I think Utah State definitely has the tools to break down the zone. And, you know, you're right in terms of them being a great defensive team as well. Um, you know, 
I don't know. You, I think you got to like Utah State in this matchup. I, I, I think it would be hard to find someone taking Washington. So. Got three. What is the line here? Utah State is laying between two and a half and three points. Okay. Not enough. What do you think, Taylor? I, you know, per my usual mo, I have wanted to talk myself into both teams at different times. I've settled on Utah State. Um, despite my desire to take Washington, I, that zone is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mike Hopkins, a former Syracuse dude. Uh, I what turned me around is looking at Utah State's passing numbers. They are such good passers, and if you look at uh, that's a great angle. I, it really is. If you look at Sam Merrill, who is like their main guy, their main scorer, right. lives at the line also. Yeah, lives he, at the free throw line. He does great in. Um, pick and roll situations it's going to be weird the pick and roll doesn't really apply to that but he gets a lot of assists out of those situations too and um the big the center nimaius queta i'm gonna pronounce that incorrectly i I think really great rim protector for uh utah state inside and really good high percentage like getting inside rolling to the rim getting buckets inside um, and that passing is just going to create some open looks. And I think they're going to, there's a lot of space inside that Washington zone. And I think that Utah State can take advantage of that. Um, and then on defense, I mean, Washington is, that's, Washington's offense is, is probably their, their low point. And they have some good athletic guys, but they're not that skilled or super efficient offensively. And I think Utah State has really good rim protection. Um, and we'll really make them take some some contested shots. I also love that everybody's on Washington right now. Guthrie, where do you stand? Give me the Aggies. Utah State. Love it. Consensus. Mm. There it is. All right. I'm still waiting for Mike to make a spirited Washington thing. I can't, no, I can't, no, no. You outside of Oregon, you won't find me speak well of the uh, Pac-12 this week. So we have Virginia Tech as a consensus and Utah State thus far, right? Uh, I think there else? might have been one. There might have been some there. others for yeah. all I know. Anyways, let's move on. Did anybody take Maryland? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, maybe Taylor. He loves Bruno Fernando. Yeah, we're going to move on to the next matchup, which is Auburn and New Mexico State. 5-12 matchup. I think this is danger zone in either direction. Don't have a great feel, so I'm going to let you guys go ahead and take the floor. Guthrie, what's the line? The line, Auburn is laying between 6.5 and and 7 points. Auburn red hot right now, coming off of two wins against Tennessee in SEC tournament championship. Eight in a row. Can't be stopped, right? Hypothetically, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I'll let you – I'm sure you're going to go hard on New Mexico State. I'm, I'll wait for you to do that. But my – I admittedly like Auburn more than I dislike New Mexico State. I have nothing bad to say about them. I just – when Auburn gets going and gets hot like they have been – I think they're one of the best teams in the country when it's clicking. When mm-hmm. they're cold, completely different story. And obviously that happened, you know, for long stretches of their season. But they can put guys on the floor who are all elite turnover creation machines on defense, like Bryce Brown, Jared Harper, and then elite shooters. I mean, they can have four guys on the floor who are plus 37% three-point shooters mm-hmm. and just, like, shoot mm. transition threes all day long. Maybe I just like watching it, so I account it for as better than it is, but I'll take Auburn here. I also like Auburn. New Mexico State allows a lot of open threes on the season. They've just played, like, aside from the Kansas game, they've played, what, Utah Valley's the only team sub-100? Oh, no, they played St. Mary's as well. They just played an incredibly soft schedule. 
I don't think they will have seen the speed and athleticism of Auburn. They won't be ready for the pressure defense. I think Auburn's going to get out in transition. I think they're going to roll. I like I like the Tigers. Mm. Michael. Oh, this is a tough one for me because I think a lot of people, when they think about Auburn, think about the guards. I think about their hyper-athletic big men, um, with the exception of Austin Wiley, who's more of a back-to-the-basket big. Um, you know, but I, I think that six and a half and seven are a little too high. I think that New Mexico State does have the ability to close out at at three at the three point um, arc. I think their experience with Fresno State in the uh, Mountain West will serve them well in this game. I think they um, are very similar teams, uh, Fresno and um, Auburn, in terms of their three point reliance. And, um, you know, I was actually – a lot of things that we've talked about today and other things that I've read leading up to this, uh, one is uh, Jordan Sperber's uh, 2019 uh, college basketball Bible, I think it is what it was, or something like that. And one thing that he noted in his uh, – Excellent kind product. Of, it is an excellent product, yeah. And one thing that he noted was that um, teams that come into the tournament and have a high reliance on three-point shooting um, – tend to have the largest variance in terms of um, you know having success in the NCAA tournament. Um, that is that is a significant factor. And I think this is one of those teams. If Auburn does go cold, um, I, I think that that will be a huge factor in this game. So um, I, I think that New Mexico State can, can cause some of that coldness. I think they're an athletic team from the guard position. I do worry about the bigs, though. So mm-hmm. I think Auburn does win, but not by much. So they, uh, so you're taking New Mexico State? Yes, <laughs> I'm on New Mexico State and their whatever 15-man rotation. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go with Auburn. Both teams have winning streaks in late February and March, which I like. It's one of my storylines this year. But I, I like Auburn's body language, especially in that NC, uh, that SEC tournament. Mm. I, I think there's a real, there's really something there. So I'm going to go with it. Mm. All right. And that's all I have to say. You guys did great on the X's and O's, so. Let's move on to our next matchup of the Midwest region, which is going to be Kansas, a four seed, and Northeastern, the 13 seed. Guthrie, join me oh, in taking – I don't know what the baby. line is. This seems, like, too easy. But don't tell me because I'm taking Northeastern money line. This is it. This is it. <laughs> this is the game. Did I actually pick one underdog that Mike likes this, this time? This is Mike it. Mike is now the, standing up. I'm standing opened, up. <laughs> the line opened at – Kansas laying eight and a half points. It's moved to minus seven. Yeah, it, it, like it is it. outside of the Oregon game is commanding the most attention in Vegas right now. Mm. Here's mm. the thing about Northeastern. Mike Tell me about the I, think I said the same thing Mike. about Auburn, but I'm about to say Northeastern really might be the best, uh, one of the best three point shooting teams, and that's the recipe for something like this. Not great defensively, but one thing they do do well is limit offensive rebounds really well. Good recipe for success if you're going to upset someone like Kansas, limit their two point, their you know second chance points. All I'm going to name just names from Northeastern as if I am intimate, familiar with them: Vasapusica, Jordan Rowland, uh, Donnell Gresham, Bolden Brace, Thomas Murphy, Jordan Rowland. What do they all have in, in common? They all shoot like 40 percent from three point range. As mm-hmm. a team, they shoot almost 40 percent from three point range, and they take more than like anybody else. That's Oh, incredible! They, if you if they shoot forty percent yeah. from three point range in the game, they will win. Oh, I mean, there's no question. They just have to hit forty percent, and they will win no matter what. These Huskies, they like to jack it. Yeah, 
Nice. Good for you guys. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I really wanted to say that. I get that. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a masturbation joke. It is. It is. What it is. It okay, is. got it. Nice. I also like Northeastern here. I think I think they're tremendously undervalued. It, I think they can definitely get get hot against Kansas. Yeah. Absolutely. Not a great perimeter defensive yeah. team, Kansas. No. And Kansas itself is a terrible shooting team. An absolutely terrible shooting team. I agree. Are well, there any concerns? What, what do we miss here? What, what's, well, what, what's yeah, there are concerns. On? I mean, Kansas has a lot more talented players <laughs> there who are good at basketball. Yeah, what is the location of the game? That's a great question. The game is being played in Salt Lake City, I think. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah, Salt Lake City. Give me Northeastern money line. I mean, Lawson and Azabuki might score like Azabuki. Azabuki isn't playing. He's not playing. Yeah, no, no, he, he doesn't play. He's out. Um, Lawson might score like fifty points. Uh, yeah, Dedrick. Uh, how are they going to? How score. are they going to guard him? They're um, not. But still, my main concern, my only concern, really, in the game is Devin Dotson. I don't know if you guys have been watching much yeah, Devin he's, Dotson, he's been but really good. he. I, outside of Kobe White, for me, he might be my favorite point guard to watch right now in college basketball. And the thing that's kind of underrated about him is that he is an excellent defender. And uh, you know, one of the one of the things that makes Northeastern go is actually Jordan Rowland. You know, he allows Vespucha to work off ball. Who you know, I don't know if you guys remember his matchup with Nikhil Alexander Walker earlier in the year, but. Vaspucha for Northeastern is one of the top two guards in the country. Um, mm. But he needs to be able to work off ball, and Jordan Rowland needs to be able to get him the ball in position. Um, so, you know, if Dodson's going to limit that, that's my only concern um, for Northeastern. I'm not actually worried about Diedrich Lawson whatsoever. I think no, he's, yeah, I don't Lawson's think he's a big a enough factor to take over. You know, prone to get in foul trouble at times. I could see that happening and it really mm-hmm. disrupting his rhythm. Yeah. So and they don't really have the depth. Yeah. To... It's not like Quentin Grimes is going to show up and score 20 points. I mean, you know, Quentin, that ship has sailed. You I, know? I think he's <laughs> seething right now listening I, to you say that. I, you know, the more that we talk about this, the more I want to just cash everything in my Roth IRA and just put it on mm. Northeastern. Mm. This team is laden with experience. Interesting tax they, plan you have there. Good. Yeah. Got three said a wife beater also. I think just we should mention that. Yeah. Have, have Dude, mentioned I'm, that I'm, I'm ready. I, this is March. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. My shoulder hair is is, is uh undulating and we're talking Huskies basketball. Right. And not we're not talking Yukon here. Give me Northeastern. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> that must have, that might have been the most spirited five minutes anyone's ever had about Northeastern <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, my angle, okay? You know I can get a little wonky. I try, I try to think outside the box. I think this is an angle where you have to go money line. Yeah. It's either going to blow up in our face and Kansas is going to win by 10 or Northeastern is going to win the game. Right. I just don't see like Northeastern losing by like three or five. Right. And I nor like, do I want to see them lose by three or five. No, I mean, do if, I if they lose, just let them get blown out. Yeah. And, and just be like, oh, well, what's next? Yeah. Give me my plus 300 and let's, I mean, let's I'm going to be, it. what time is this game even being played at? It's on the 21st and at four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, God. That's Eastern, perfect. Eastern time. That's, That's perfect. I mean, we'll be warmed up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be lubed up. Yeah. This is a good one. Circle it. I'm looking it. forward to this. Circle it. That'll be a good one. Mike, right. hopefully you'll be drinking at that point. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I want to see you celebrate. It's, well, you know, the Northeast I always win. think back to the words of Gordon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, but, okay. I'm a natural sprinter. 
Are we all on Northeastern? Yeah. I think so. Wow. Yeah, this is the I one. So. This wow, is the one. that's three consensus picks so far. All right, who else you got? We've got Iowa State and Ohio State. Oh, man. Guys, Iowa State. Me with the line. It's a 6-11 matchup. Apparently you are that, all about these lines. Apparently that. Well, so uh, first of all, can I set the scene sorry. or like paint a picture of what's going on here, folks? Mike is standing up. Now he's not seated. He's yeah. got his microphone out. He had his phone in front of him for the Northeastern monologue, like uh, a high school girl giving a valedictory speech. <laughs> Let's go. Let's and, go back and to Mike. An evocative metaphor. I really like that. Uh, Dude, there, nice. there are papers strewn about where I've actually handwritten the bracket. If we're going to fully describe what's going on, I did not print a bracket. I just hand wrote it all. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you know, shit is real out here, you know? Like, I, <laughs> this is, like, what I've been, like, really building to for the past five months. I actually told these guys I only wanted to do an ACC-specific podcast today, and they've lured me into talking about the whole first round. So, you know, I'm really doing it for all of you all as well. Um, so, if we're going to d- go into it, yeah, we can You're really get into You're it. You're a giver. <laughs> um, the giving tree. Iowa State, man. I mean, how crazy is Iowa State? I mean, they came out and won the Big 12 tournament after the fight in practice. Uh, Horton Tucker, um, Jacobson, you know, yeah. I, they really after turned Shayak's it around. Broken toe. Uh, yeah, after Shayak's broken toe. After Shayak broke his toe. Iowa State, Iowa State's land five and a half. And that then, is not enough. Then there's this corpse of Ohio State out there, right? You, I mean, Caleb Wesson. I mean, you, you think Caleb is going to will them to victory out here against this red-hot Iowa State team, an Iowa State team who is trying to win two games to get back to Kansas City to where they just won the Big 12 tournament? You don't think they have their eyes on the prize there? I mean, I, there's no way that you can pick against Iowa State in this game. I don't know why it's only five. Yeah, I don't. So is Wesson coming back? I'm not. I'm, yeah, yeah, he played uh, in the first game of the Big Ten. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, yeah. So this this game is in Tulsa. Uh, it is 9:50 on Friday. Iowa State laying five and a half points. I you have to like. I mean, I I love the Cyclones here. They they stumbled a bit. There was some maybe uh, you know yeah, internal a losing streak at the end of the season, but I, yeah. I think they got over the adverse. Yeah, I can't speak. I, I I know what you're trying to say. That's what's important to communication there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Iowa State terrific shooting team, great offensive sets. I really like them here against a stumbling Ohio State team. I can't, I've always loved Iowa State. I've been on them all year. I'm going to take them here. The case that you would consider for Ohio State is that if they're able to control the pace of play and slow the game down and make Iowa State play the way they want, and their defense is good, and I mean, it's not, recently, I mean, they've had a bad run at the end of their season, losing to Purdue, Northwestern, Wisconsin, and then you know, beating Indiana and losing to Michigan State in the tournament, mm-hmm. Big Ten tournament. But it's it's not like they're getting embarrassed in any of those games. Right. They covered in the Michigan State right. game, only lost by seven, despite being down by like 20 for most of I, the t- I guess they did lose by like 35 to Purdue, so maybe that counts as getting embarrassed. But Yeah, that, they uh, didn't have Caleb Wesson for that game. Yeah. It's kind of a weird game for them. So that's the case overall, I would think, for them. That being said, I, I yeah, I can't go against Iowa State. I think they have too many weapons. I think they've proven that they are consistent enough shooting the ball, spreading it around, passing. They're not, you know, inconsistent like some of these other shooting teams we've talked about. I I like them here. Hmm. I, I just don't think Wesson is is going to turn the needle that much in Ohio State's direction. And I'm with you, yes. We're agreeing way too much in this region. Whatever. I, I mean, let, let's go hmm. with it. 
Yeah, yeah, usually I, I look to Mike for to go against the pick that all three of us make. Yeah, I almost switched to Ohio State I, halfway I through that conversation. Like, every time we pick something and that you also agree with, it makes you question yeah. yourself fundamentally. That, that will be a stay-away game for me probably from a betting perspective just because I really like Chris Holtman also. I think he's mm. an excellent coach for Ohio State, and there is huge value in coaching, obviously. I, um, I just really like um, – I like Wingington. I like Horton Tucker. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if I don't have anything else to say. You guys did a good job. Next game, why not? Let's go there. Houston and Georgia State. Yeah, is that right. Is that the next game? Georgia yeah, State, a team it who is. I think a lot of the public will be on due to nostalgia. Really? I think uh, nostalgia plays into the tournament big time, yeah. especially with the casual fans who might be venturing to I don't know a betting window. So I think that'll give love to VCU. I think that'll give love to you, you know Georgia State. You fall off your stool once you're an American hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ron, Ron easy, Hunter, you know? American hero. All right. <laughs> so let's begin with Houston. What are the enigma teams of the college basketball season? They look like world beaters through about a five-game stint, and then they turn around and dump one. Like what to New Mexico, right? Uh, that was that was the. Uh, that, that, I think you're thinking of Nevada, maybe. Uh, so Houston, thirty-one-three. Lo- they lost to Temple. They lost to Temple. Their only losses was. are Temple, UCF, and Cincinnati in the mm-hmm. AAC tournament. So they've lost to three tournament teams. I guess you're they, right. They yeah. played. I guess they, you're right. They, they they had a pretty good season. Like all things considered, pretty good. They had a great season. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Okay. All right. That all right was a, I got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 They, they've. They yeah so they they had a great AAC tournament, stumbled against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's playing great. It's really I mean you know a twelve point loss not the end of the world. I don't know. Um, they're a terrific defensive team, really locked down on the perimeter. I don't have a really good feel for what Georgia State can do. I, I, I just sell me on Georgia State. I can't believe the fluctuation. Like I, I just don't know how they beat. Connecticut, who's a bad team by forty, but then just you know sneak by Memphis, Georgia State. You know it's sort of like okay, you know, you know they can completely destroy teams like Tulane, South Florida, East Carolina, and then they you know UCF's good, and then they turn around and lose to UCF. I, I, there's so much fluctuation with this team. I don't have a good feel. I think this is also a little bit of a stay away. Well, in the public mindset, Georgia State probably has the same identity that they had that that year with. Um, RJ Hunter and everything they shoot and they still it's holds mm-hmm. kind of true their offense isn't that great but they shoot a bunch of threes and they have some guys who are really good three-point shooters um, and so you know you the thinking is you get hot in the tournament you it takes over their defense is not very good I think Houston's gonna score a ton on them I think Houston's defense is really good too it's very different than like hmm. it's not just they're not bad um, is this what a, is the line, Guthrie? Uh, yeah, yeah. So the line is, is Houston, Yeah, Houston's laying twelve. That points. might not be enough. Is this a Houston SmackDown game, Mike? I I have no idea where your mind's at. Yeah, I. These are two teams that do very similar things, and I think when you have that, you always have to take the team that does them significantly better. Mm-hmm. And I think Houston does everything better than Georgia State. Um, and the key to this game for me, and the, I think the reason that people are down on Houston, um, is Dejon Giroux. Um, the he's a, I think he's a freshman point guard. He's about six six, lanky, controls the ball. I mean, he he had emerged so nicely in midseason um, in conference play, and has tailed off in the recent in recent games. He's turning over way too much. He's not mm. shooting the ball well. He's not finishing at the basket. So if Giroux 
comes back to form a bit. And I think Georgia State is a perfect fit for that. There's no real size on Georgia State. Houston will finish all day at the rim against Georgia State. And if you can do that, and if it's all layups, as you like to say, Luke, then I think you got to go Houston all day long. Houston is also... A very, very underrated defensive team. Their defense They're holds incredibly yeah. sound defensively. They have mm-hmm. the, they hold opponents to the lowest effective field goal percentage in the nation. They're number one. Their defense in that category. So good. shooting this is, matters. Yeah, I'm good. convinced. You know, I, yeah. I know I made a little bit of a case earlier about this team being Jekyll and Hyde as far as their margin of victory, but I think they lay the smack down on Georgia State. Let's go, Houston. I, mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody, take Georgia State. We're agreeing too no. much. Twelve points no? is too much. Give me Georgia State. Is that the line? Is twelve? Twelve. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is pretty high. Yeah, not, not high enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Wofford and Seton Hall to go to next. Uh, oh, I cannot wait to watch this game. Oh, it's going to be a good one. The Old Man Caucus is all in on Seton Hall. Just those who I've come across, you know. Ted, who might be, you know, in your office as a, an executive editor, Taylor. I don't know about you, Guthrie. Maybe it seems a, like a you're trying se- you're trying to throw shade at me in a some seasoned, weird way here. A, a seasoned, you know, programmer who you run across loves the Seton Hall team. They always started paying attention to college basketball this past week, and they mm. saw Seton Hall make a little run to the Big East tournament title game and give Villanova <laughs> a very good punch in the face, but mm-hmm. uh, couldn't quite get the knockout blow. They see that they beat Kentucky. Let me tell you about a little little player, and I don't say little as far as um, his ability, and you know, really not that little as far as stature. Mr. Fletcher McGee, my friends, mm. I think he's the best shooter in all of college basketball. I don't think anything phases him. I don't care if you're glued to him; he's gonna turn elevate Reddick style. Kyle Guy can do the same thing, but I, I think his degree of difficulty on the shots he's taking is just. Unbelievable, but it does not phase him. He's going to make it rain. Wofford is on fire. I know uh, UNCG gave him a game in the title game for the SoCon, but you know what? UNCG was playing for their lives there, and they knew that. They gave everything they had against Wofford, and I I just love the Terriers in this spot. What's the line? I believe it's uh, three. Three. That's not enough. They're just a better team. They're sound, and they're seasoned. They don't care about playing teams who try to rough you up. I think they did very well at Mississippi State. Probably should could, should have won that game. That's when I watched very intently earlier this season. I, I think you can draw some parallels to how Seton Hall likes to play. And, yeah, give me Wofford. Oh, man. This is going to be such a good game. Yeah, it's, I, I will not be a part of betting on this yeah, game I, I don't think whatsoever. I um, I'm almost on the old man train i i mean i really like miles powell man yeah and i'm look i look at wofford and i say who's gonna cover miles powell you know and then i i look at seton hall size down low and i say can cam jackson consistently score you know down low which is a key part of what wofford does um i do think that wofford will win the game um don't think it's going to be by that much. Um, so, so you think they're going to win? I'm by just, one I'm just worried. Two. I'm just worried. I think it, it might end up being a two or three point game. So I wouldn't. I will not be betting on Wofford for this. So give me. I guess. Ugh. Give me Seton Hall plus three. I guess. You weak, weak men, Taylor. <laughs> I'll take Wofford. I don't think there's enough that Seton Hall can do to limit that Wofford offense. And then on on the other side of the ball, I mean, the Seton Hall offense isn't really that efficient. They're not really. 
They're yeah. Not, oh, they're, they're not good. They're yeah. bad three-point shooters. Powell's going to take long yeah, fadeaway twos. He gets forced fine. into bad shot selections. He takes lots of contested long jumpers. And, I mean, he can make a lot of them sometimes and just light it up. But that's your recipe. You don't, you don't think he he can get to the rim? You don't think, uh, you know, Torian Thompson can crash the glass? I think Torian Thompson will not be playing, correct? Correct. Oh, is he out? Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I, I think idea. he's out. Um, he? They will have no answer for Wofford's offense. They will have no answer for their firepower. Hmm. I, I also think that Miles Powell, he gets like, Wofford can wall him off too easy. He's not, he's not like a, nothing's going to stop me from getting to the rim. I think he will get some of those baskets, but he settles. Maybe that's not the right word because he's a good shooter some of the time, but he shoots a lot of like what you would call like low percentage shots. I mean, we love Northeastern so much because they had so many 40% plus three-point shooters. Wofford's in the same category. I think they have four mm-hmm. at least. And Seton Hall cannot shoot threes back in their face. They are a bad perimeter shooting team. Mm-hmm. So if it starts raining, this one gets out of hand. Give me Wofford. I mean, I'll be at the window, guys. This yeah. is my lock of the uh, the Midwest region. Wofford hasn't one. lost in 2019. Uh, they, they played Mississippi State really, really tough. They had a 10-point lead at halftime at Mississippi State. I know they got blown out at Fog, whatever. Uh, and their other losses are Carolina and Oklahoma. Yeah. this. The, I mean, it's a very, it's, this is a very, very good team uh, from South Carolina. Yeah. I I mean, they got a lot of experience. Fletcher McGee is terrific. Cameron Jackson is great. They are ready. I thought all the money was going to be coming in on Walford, all the public money on no. Walford, since they're such nope. like... Mid-major darlings now. Yeah, yeah. People no, have I, I don't t- think millennials have money to bet at the window. Mm. Um, so it's more of a millennial team. The if they didn't eat all that avocado <laughs> toast. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing Applebee's. Damn it! All right, so that's very old this man. Is, take. Down. Here's Are we split? Old man take there, I believe we're split on this one. So uh, we got uh, Taylor and I on Wofford, and then mm-hmm. uh, you two on Seton Hall. Yeah, okay. I'm on Seton. Kentucky and uh, killed the three team uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a push. So uh, yeah. That's, oh that's wow! Look at you, Kentucky. And Abilene. Yeah, Abilene Christian, um, not Liberty. Um, anyways, I will take Kentucky. I will and, not bet on this, but yeah, take yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, I'll sure, just take whatever, Kentucky. Yeah. They're going to win. And then they're going to probably crush Wofford in the next game. Kentucky's lane 22. Tough draw for Wofford to have to face Kentucky in the next round. So, as a side mm, note, the only one mm. to go against um, a top one to two seed has been Taylor with Iona, right? No. Or did anybody take Iona? I don't even know. Yeah, I, I took, took the Iona. over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, give me Kentucky. All right. We're we moving on. Moving on to the last bracket. T- to the West. Is it, is it called a bracket? What do you call it? Region? Region. Mm. Go West, young man. Gonzaga, the one seed against either. Prairie I can't Deer. even remember. Uh. Let's just say F- Prairie yeah, Dickinson. Fairly Dickinson. Fairly Dickinson. Mm, Fairly Dickinson's going to win that game. Fairly. I wish him both the best <laughs> in their loss to Gonzaga. Yeah, that's Let's right. talk about a great matchup. Is this spread going to be, what, 27? <laughs> spread's going to be enormous. I don't know. I'm, yeah, not enough. I got nothing to say. Is, uh, 26 and a half is what it looks like. So, 8-9 wow. matchup is the next one. After Gonzaga cruises... Luke, oh. I know you love 8-9 matchups. I hate this one, though. I have no feel. Syracuse-Baylor. 
might set the record for most passes recorded in a single game with both teams playing uh, ferocious zones. Um, no doubt to be lots of swinging around the perimeter. What do you see here, Luke? I'm really banking on you to give me something here that I can bet against. <laughs> I have no feel in this 8-9. But you know what? I feel like I, I owe this to the community. So um, there's too much Syracuse love out there for me right now. Mm. And I think, you know, everyone's gone with the angle of prior years. Oh, you know, nobody's ready for the Bayheim zone. Right. Nobody's ready for it. I mean, didn't the Tyler Ennis team get bounced early when they, you know, that was not too long ago. What was that, 2014? And then they missed out in 16, right? Or 17. No, they missed out 17. They didn't make it. Mm. Last year, they won two games. A shot to Michigan State. Great. Mm -hmm. Um, Congratulations. I don't know if it's (laughs) a huge trend. And Baylor's pretty familiar with zone. And, they play a different style of zone, but yeah. Sure. And they're getting points. Baylor, right? Correct? Syracuse mm-hmm. is the favorite. Yeah. Through what's the line? Syracuse yeah. is a favorite. I think they're two-point favorites. Two-point favorites. That's enough for me to go Baylor money line. Mm. I'm sorry, ACC. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I'm sorry, First against the ACC just, pick of the day. I don't know how Syracuse You've never just accepted scores. Syracuse. I just don't know how they score. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they do. I, you know, yeah, I watched. I watched Tyus the first half. Always been against them. Luke. Is, will Tyus Battle be back? For that the is game? so not true. Guthrie's watched so many I first halves so. with me. I think so. Tyus Battle will be back. Yes. Makai Mason will be back as well. I guess he played I, in the Big Twelve tournament. Yes, but. I think I think he will also be back. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure that uh, everybody's at full strength. I worry. Do you remember watching Pitt? Syracuse with Miguel three. That's just the, my last memory. I mean, I know I watched a decent amount of Duke Syracuse, but the pit game is just the pit first half is stuck in my memory. I just cannot get out over that first half. Mm. Maybe I should. I just black out when I think Syracuse scores. Right. <laughs> you don't. You don't have a vision of anything except yeah. for Buddy Bayheim hitting a three. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Here's, give the case for Syracuse. Here's though. where I like Syracuse. Uh, so on offense, people love Makai Mason because he has a good alliterative name. Uh, and he takes the most threes for Baylor. But really, of their backcourt, uh, Bandu, Butler, Mason, uh, the other guys are all better shooters. Makai mm-hmm. M- M- Mason isn't actually that great of a shooter. Uh, the most important players for them are actually Mark... Mark Vital. Vital. He is definitely their most important player yeah. because he is their best offensive rebounder and Baylor's mm-hmm. biggest strength on offense. They're not really that great of a shooting team, but they rebound the ball like at a huge rate on offense. They go yeah. get yeah. Mark. People um, often compare Zion to Charles Barkley. This is actually probably yes. your closest yeah, they're... college comparison to Charles Barkley. He is just like a bulldog. He just like burrows his way to the basket and then just gets offensive rebounds. Yeah, and they yeah. and they're not very tall. Like no, they're no, they're not big. To give you an idea, Vital is like six five, and then Mario Kegler is like six seven. He's another one of their great rebounders, like really active. Um, they're very important. But if you look in their numbers, and I looked in Synergy and like sorted by the Baylor playing against the zone, their offensive efficiency is not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I know the the narrative you would think that Baylor's going to score is that they're going to shoot over top of the zone and they're going to depend on offensive rebounding, which notoriously the Syracuse zone is bad. It allows a lot of offensive rebounding. Mm-hmm. But I just think they're not going to be able to manufacture enough points. They play super slow. They get pushed into lots of bad shots at the end of shot clocks, which is exactly what the Syracuse zone wants you to do. I do worry about um, Syracuse scoring, like Luke was noting. I mean, just because they're Syracuse, you know, I don't know. Is Elijah Hughes going to decide to shoot well? 
or not? How's Frank Howard going to play? How's Ashe Brissett? You know, is Buddy Bayheim going to hit threes or not? It's they're just wild. Are we going to see possession where Hughes just dribbles at the top of the key for six minutes? Yes. I, it's very frustrating. If it sounds like I'm just repeating myself, it's because I get frustrated watching it. Um, so that's tough. But give me your pick. S- something tells me they'll score. I'll take Syracuse. You know what? I'm. I had an epiphany. I'm changing my mind. I'm back on Syracuse. Oh, welcome. I, I'm, well, I'm, welcome. I, I did it. Syracuse I can walk out of the studio. I did it. Is back. It wasn't Taylor. I blacked out. To, I just black out when Syracuse is involved in my life. And, and even in that discussion, I think all you said was white noise. <laughs> and Chukwu. We didn't even say Chukwu. Just uh, eating it up All inside. I was thinking about was, you know, I'm like, yeah, Baylor's really good defensively. How's Syracuse going to score? I'm like, oh, wait, they're going to take bad contested shots. And some of them will, some go, of them in. will go in per usual. So why not? So who do you like, Guthrie? I, I like Syracuse a lot here. Baylor has been playing poorly as of late, I would say. They had a, a very good stretch in, in January. And people were really considering them for making like top three in the Big Twelve, but it's just it's it's not there. It's not there for this for for Scott Drew this year. Both of these teams are super inconsistent and like have weird fluctuations yes. where like Completely for three agree. games they look awesome and then for three games they look terrible. Completely agree. And I think you were spot on about uh, what's his name, Mark Fatal. He is he is probably the most important player to watch. I think in this game, if he can grab. You know, a crap ton of offensive rebounds, then I think Baylor has a chance. Otherwise, they're not going to score. Period. They're going to turn the ball over a lot. Syracuse is going to get out in transition. They they can force turnovers despite being a, a zone. Like they're actually quite good at at getting steals, open open court, you know, transition turnovers, mm-hmm. translating that into points. I like Syracuse to cover here mm-hmm. pretty easily. I don't think Baylor is very good. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, and they're very poor in transition. So I do mm-hmm. think that Syracuse does create a lot of turnovers. We'll get on the open court. Buddy Bayheim, key to the game. Hope he takes 20 shots. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, the player who's stepping it up recently is O'Shea Brissett. You know, don't don't even think that Frank Howard's going to repeat his performance that he had against Duke. O'Shea Brissett is actually playing pretty well right now. Um, I just... Baylor's not good enough, and Syracuse is just barely a little bit better. So, and um, one other thing, when you talk about Chukwu, um, he is a total eraser inside, and mm. I think that Baylor may lead the nation in block shots for like their offense. They are always getting their their shit thrown. Um, so expect that to continue. It's the technical um, term for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should be very similar to the pit game in that way. How much um, laughter do we experience during this game? Is this the game we're chuckling at more than dude, any other I game? can't. Whatever the it's un- be, whatever the under is. Yes. I mean that's oh the my God, that's I the play. Forgot. I don't I have no idea how it's anyone's okay. Gonna it score. opened at one thirty four total points. Oh, way too high. It's 128. It's must. moved. It's moved down to 131. It's already moved down three points. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and it needs to move another we three. Hit it. We better hit it before yeah. it moves. All right. Somebody needs to drive to West Virginia yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can see this being a very ugly game. Yeah. No, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Totally unwatchable. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be the laughter game. So many Bloody Marys. All right. Marquette and Murray State is a 512 oh, of teams baby. who are, you know, a little bit similar. They're. They have one electric player uh, who has a high usage rate, usage rate. Different players, though. Morant is better around the cup, and um, you know Marcus Howard is is more perimeter oriented. He can make very difficult, lengthy threes. So, what do you guys think about this game? 
Guthrie, what's the line? Wait, let, oh, let, man. Let I, me say something before you guys yeah. start. I have heard rumors. I've been on the Marquette message boards. Oh. I hear rumors that Marcus Howard is actually hurt. Um, really? Yes, that he has a broken bone in his wrist, his non-shooting wrist, and that it's actually been broken for a couple of games. Wait, you've been on the Marquette message board? Wow. I love it. I do not I do not indulge in national um, you know, recaps or national brackets, but I do go into fan, you know, service stuff just to check the temperature, a little rectal exam. I think that's a great um, strategy. And mm. I I have heard that he is hurt, which actually you know, kind of makes a little bit of sense to me. He's really struggled recently. Um, anyways, Marquette, man, is is there anybody in America that's going to bet on Marquette in this game? I think you got to be out of your mind. What is the line, Guthrie? Four and a half. The Marquette is favored, correct? Yeah. <sighs> I wish they weren't favored. Marquette's laying four and a half against Murray State that hasn't lost. That Murray State. Oh, excuse me. Murray State hasn't lost. Since January, this is a an absolutely terrific team. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I love I love them in this spot. Just Mark- a one on one battle between John Moran and Marcus Howard. I uh, the thing is Murray State defensively. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty stout defensively. Very stout yeah, yeah. and great guards, great guards. Shaq, are- uh, I forget his name. Shaq Buchanan. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. is an elite defender elite defender for the racers can i tell you something i really like how they're gonna be like how'd you know that i'm like yes (laughs) give me murray state all day long i decided john i will say this i liked how murray state dealt with dylan windler and i think they could have a similar strategy against howard and if he's injured yeah give me murray state then yeah especially his underdogs money line the theo john though you know i mean he can he can rim protect at his at his best um you know i think they're gonna be a little salty after that game against seton hall they should have won that game um Anyways, I I don't know. It's hard for me to hard for me to pick Murray State here. I, I don't know if I'm quite there, but might be they a game that I'll like. Absolutely back. terrific against against teams that shoot the three ball, mm-hmm. and that is literally all Marquette does. Right. I yeah. I cannot see a situation in which Marquette covers this game. Right. Like I, I think Murray State straight up wins, but yeah, wins easy. Yeah. John Morant dunking all over Theo John. Just getting sick. Yes, this, this, to me, this, is, like, this, is, a, this is a dreadful matchup for Marquette. They've been playing poorly. I didn't realize Marcus Howard had a broken bone. That's the word. I haven't seen any official unconfirmed rumors. Let's just go ahead and trust uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. this random poster. Racersandpacers.com. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm in. Big Boy in. 69 on the message board. <laughs> yeah, He's a moderator. I trust you, Big Boy. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what would be a great name for the Marquette message board? The Golden Company? We're getting close to what? April. Sure. Okay, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor. I don't watch the show. Overhead. I don't watch the show. Taylor's a book reader. I'm a book reader. That's right. Thank Not you. a milk drinker. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is wow. this your lock of the West? It is. for you all. Are you asking me? This is no. I'm talking to Guthrie. I'm not. Uh, have I already said my you've lock? You've had like of- six you, locks. You've locked so many things. You gotta- this is a lock. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. Am I the only one who locked something up in the Midwest? Um... Or did y'all somebody go Houston? I don't know. The first time Guthrie said this is a lock, I was like, "Oh, good, yeah, I'm, I'm on the right side of history here." Guthrie knows what he's talking about. And then the third time he said this is a lock, like five minutes later, I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. What did he say? Empty the bank account on? 
Uh, whatever he brings up is IRA, you know you can bet against it. <laughs> I love that he was, Guthrie was super specific. It's his Roth IRA. Oh, it was Northeastern. Because of the tax deferment. Or, or, or is that the other oh, way no, around? No, yeah, no. Roth IRA is, is after already, tax dollars. You've already paid the taxes on yeah, it. Right, yeah. yes. You don't have I'm to worry about the taxes. I'm in such a low income bracket right, right, yeah. that I don't need to worry about it. Good, smart. You're smart. I like the way you're thinking. Uh, you yes, already maxed out your normal IRA. You throw a little in the Roth. Yeah, got it. Let's uh, go ahead and take a look yeah. at number four. Sure. What in Florida the State. You got a great period to convert it, I think. <laughs> okay, FSU Vermont. Yeah, Vermont Who's the 13th Who's on Vermont Moneyline with me? Who's going to stop Anthony Lamb? The answer, no one. All right, it's Anthony Lamb, a small family of white children, and, uh, and Well, a that's point not guard. true. They have some great shooters. Yeah, they're they, all related. They are. They're brothers. There's one set of brothers. Um. Anyways. FSU, everybody loves FSU. Yeah, does, everyone Doesn't this really seem does. like the classic Florida State's up by 12 all game long and then they win by eight? Yes. And they don't cover. You, yeah. Leonard Hamilton knows knows the spread, okay? Oh, for sure. It is a definite Vermont speaking, cover here. Speaking of the spread, Florida State is laying 10 and a half points. That's oh. what I'm saying. It's the too game many. is at the XL Center, Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, that okay. Vermont fan base. Coming out of the woods. Yeah. Quite literally. The catamounts. They travel, so I hear. Maybe not. I, Connecticut's not that far. It's a lock. Do y'all know anything about Vermont, people? Apparently, they are a very closed-off state. If you're not from there, you're not welcome. I know yeah. the cliche is that they're all lumberjacks who like make maple syrup. That's the one I made up just now. No, if you move to Vermont right now, people are going to scowl Live at you. You're going to be an outsider. I've heard Burlington has an amazing startup scene. So they might circle the wagons, really. Literally. Mm. Well, I I think ten points is too much. I'm a little suspicious. I you know Anthony Lamb. I've only watched a little bit of tape on him. Looks really good. I worry that Florida State's just gonna like dwarf them and that kind of like swarming man defense. Yeah, he he's the biggest player on the floor for Vermont. And he's like and what he's six, six, six eight six six. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I think I don't think even Kumaji should really play in this game because I don't think he's mobile enough. Oh, he will but, for the oh, opening tip. He'll play at the beginning, right? It's just not fair. But I to have okay. someone that tall. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm I just telling six, you, six guy. I I think that uh, I think that Florida State, I'm they could maybe overwhelm them and like their defense could be stifling. And Lamb, if he doesn't pick up some fouls, he could get a ton of shots blocked. A lot of his game is very horizontal. It's relying <laughs> on a lot of very good, very skilled like spins and kind of scoops to the basket and little uh-huh. hook shots. And he's a good shooter too. Great shooter. But he could, I could see him just getting like, getting slowed down a little bit more by Florida State's defense and some of the other. I, I will say played. that Cobb and Gelly seems like a much better version of Anthony Lamb than Anthony Lamb. So that would be the concern. He's like an explosive mm. version of Anthony Lamb. Yeah, well, I mean, Lamb, don't, don't I'm not, write him off I don't too bad. I, mean, if, if, I feel like 10 is too much. I kind of want to take Vermont. If you're going to argue against. Vermont. I think you have to start by arguing against Steph Smith, who is the point guard for Vermont. Um, people don't, and something we haven't really talked about this year is that Trent Forrest is an absolute shutdown defender at mm. the point guard position. Okay, I mean, mm. I think you actually saw it a lot, and was something we haven't talked about is the UVA Florida State game. He held. Right. Uh, tied to Rome in that game. I think he was like, what, 4 of 13 for the game? If you actually go back over the past month, um, he's holding 
opponent point guards to under 40% shooting from the field. Um, so I think Steph Smith is a huge part of what Vermont does when it's not just Anthony Lamb. So I think if you're going to make an argument for Florida State, I think it's going to be you know, defensively and what they can do to shut uh, Steph Smith. And, so, er, and something Duncan else is the shooter. Season-long trend no. with Florida State is the fact that they let people hang around. They let teams hang around. I know that the Virginia win by double digits might have thrown some folks off the scent, but I still think they're just not great at winning by double digits. So that's why I'm a little bit worried. I mean, on paper, it looks like they should crush Vermont. But they just have a propensity to let teams hang around. And if Vermont also plays very slow and they force long possessions on defense, if they can, you know, grind the game out, stretch it out, then ten points seems like a lot of points to for Florida State to cover. Mm-hmm. And they don't turn it over. I, I have a hard time seeing Florida State getting out of transition a, a bunch in this game. Uh Vermont's also terrific on the glass, on the defensive glass, I should say, despite being completely outmatched in size in this in this matchup. It's about positioning. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll take Vermont. I like Vermont with the points. With the points. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. I thought you guys would be all over Florida State. No. You should be. They're I mean, so much better. They are so much better. Yeah, they're they're it's better. True. But they're gonna win. They're gonna win by eight or nine, I mm. think. Taylor? This is this is very difficult for me. Um yeah, give me Vermont. All right. All right. Florida State for me. Yeah, good. I was waiting for, for sure. someone to go on it. For sure. Wait, didn't you just say Vermont money line? Uh, no. No, I didn't say that. Once we all picked Vermont, he knew that it had to be. <laughs> the only correct pick was Florida State. Well, all right. Uh, Buffalo. They got to run more pick and roll, Terrence Mann. That's it, the other It probably thing. is. The sixth seed Buffalo going up against Arizona State and St. John's, which is the, oh the atrocious 11 seed play. In what is this Buffalo line? Nobody wants to see. Well, we don't know exactly because oh. the, the play Because game. you don't know the team. You know, you have Arizona State. Yes. Who doesn't Buffalo, I be believe, will be double-digit favorites. And St. John's. Double-digit. Not enough people uh, talking about Buffalo, man. I mean, come on. I really, really want to take Buffalo. I really want them to lay only a couple of points in this game. If I'm that's the case, so, this, so Vegas Insider... Has it uh, Buffalo against TBA? Don't know who TBA is, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, six and a half. They're laying six and a half. So I could that's, get, could that's I get great six value. and a half right now? Does that mean like I could get I don't that? know. I think that's just like kind of a, you know, tantalizing teaser line, you know? Wow. I want to take I want to take Buffalo no matter what in this game. Absolutely. No matter what the spread is. Absolutely. Buffalo Lock. for the final four. Lock. Love it. For sure. I love Buffalo here. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing else to say. Does anybody want to say anything about Arizona State or no. St. John's? Absolutely not. not really. St. John's is is probably the worst team in the tournament. They're worse than fairly. I think I think Cuthbert just said that about Arizona State. So you guys can <laughs> hash it out right now. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. I, I have no interest in watching this game, honestly. Like, it it's just it's completely uninteresting to me. Mm. Shamari Pons is the best te- best player on the floor, but what, what are we terming this playing game? The Former players who can't coach game. Is that is that the theme? Okay, next step. Don't you do Chris Mullen like that? Okay. I guess. three seeded Texas Tech. Uh, okay, do uh, one, no, one, no, one it's, it's fine. What, it's not worth talking about. Let's three seeded <laughs> Texas Tech against the fourteen in the West, Northern Kentucky, a team I've watched way too much this year. Yeah, I know you've watched a lot of Northern Kentucky. Why don't, why don't you tell talk us about a little them? bit about them? I'm going last this time. Oh, okay. I, I've got a hammer for this one. Guthrie, you guys what, go ahead. What is the line here? 
Man, you'd think after 30 times I would be prepared. Okay, sorry. Uh, Texas Tech is laying 14 between 14 and 14 and a half. Holy cow. Feels that's a like lot a, of points. Feels like a stay away to me. Um, that is a And that's points. probably what I'll be doing. I like Texas Tech in general, but I, yeah, I'd probably stay yeah, away. Yeah, it's not a team that's great defensively. Um, and plus, Northern Kentucky has a lot of, a lot of feel-good momentum going for them. Um, I can't help but remember the Tennessee Wright State game from last year where Tennessee blew the doors off Wright State. Mm-hmm. This feels like a very similar game to me where Texas Tech has the ability to blow out Northern Kentucky. Um, but if I were betting it, I'd probably you know just throw a flyer out Northern Kentucky money line. But I probably will stay away from this one. What about you, Luke? What do you like? Y'all all done? Yeah, we're done. I love Texas Tech in this spot, especially coming off the loss to West Virginia. Mm. Little reality check. I don't really value conference tournaments as much as I used to, and they were red hot down the stretch of the regular season. I mean, they just were blowing out teams. I don't trust Northern Kentucky. I I, I feel like McDonald's going to do stupid stuff. He's not going to be able to take threes. He's going to get trapped on the baseline, which is the Texas Tech special. They're going to be turnover machines, Northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um. I just like Texas Tech in this spot. I, I and Mike, you know, you took the words out of my mouth. This feels very Tennessee right state-ish from last season. And yeah, would they win that by like thirty? Yeah, or they're something? a three seed. Yeah. I, I love them. Twelve is not enough. Texas Tech wins by eighteen-ish. That's my prediction. That's nice. my lead. All right, now to the arguably the it'll probably be one of the more hotly contested games of uh, oh, yeah. of the West region: mm. Nevada and Florida. Nevada, who everybody loves to hate right now, and Florida, who's experienced a resurgence because um, essentially they asked Kevon Allen to shoot less and uh, asked Jalen Hudson to stop uh, playing. Um, So what do you guys think? Are you guys on the Florida train? Think they match up well with this Nevada team, or is Nevada it's a undervalued? tremendous matchup? Nevada, Nevada is laying between two and two and a half points. This game is being played on Thursday. This is your chance, Catherine. You've been waiting in, for it all year. In Des Moines. Uh, what am I? What am I missing here? <laughs> Everybody hates Nevada. That's what, what you're missing. What am I missing here? I'm. 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 <laughs> I already took the Roth IRA. Uh, I, I. I like Florida. Do I like you, Florida getting points is is just is too good to be true. Do you I have think. any treasury bonds you can? T bonds, yeah. yeah, I got, I got some stashed away somewhere. Okay, good, good. Yeah, that could, that could probably work. Some certificates of deposit. I, I actually, have my <laughs> you have four, to wait. They're not very liquid. K, you have to my wait. Four hundred one k. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a penalty for withdrawing. <laughs> yeah. but that's, that's okay. It. But it's worth it. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. <laughs> the opportunity cost is too great. Just pay the taxes. Florida's been playing great recently. Uh, they're an elite defensive team. Nevada has. Let's, let's be honest. Nevada's been disappointing. Mm-hmm. They. they People were talking about them having an undefeated season, and they stumble against a team like New Mexico. The loss to San Diego State was was ugly. Uh, I think I we're going to know five minutes into this game. Yeah, it's a great is, live. Is Jordan bet. Caroline mm. playing? Yes, we're yes, going to okay. know. And this is one of those circumstances, and to draw a parallel from last season, I remember the eight nine matchup and. In this very portion of the bracket was Missouri and Florida State, okay, and everybody was on Florida State, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna fade everyone and just go for Missouri. Two minutes into that game, I, I was just like, what have I done? What have I done? 
What a mistake. I ask myself that every what morning. What a mistake I've made. <laughs> I'm not going to do that with Nevada. Every time everybody said, this is the game Nevada loses, they've lost it. Right? Mm-hmm. I like Florida. Oh. I'm picking Nevada because of that exact reason, too. Everybody hates them. Everybody's against them. I still look at them and see a team that is really efficient, really good on both ends of the floor. Love the Martin Twins. Uh, just because they were NC State products. Exactly. You're right. And... I just think they're big. Um, they're going to pass around Florida's defense. I think they they don't turn the ball over. They hold on to it. Florida State, I mean, Florida tries to turn force turnovers. Um, I'm going to take Nevada here. Wow, okay. Yeah, I'll be on Nevada too. I just think that they're better. I don't really – it's easier for them to score the basketball than it is for Florida. I mm. just – I could just already picture Kavon Allen trying to win the game in the last two minutes, and it's that's not good. Um all right. So, anyways, last game. Oh, that was a nice little split right there. Last game of the brackets, a rematch from last year, one that I was over invested in for Montana Grizzlies, uh, but Montana, poor Montana, has to play Michigan again, again this Get year. Get back on the horse. Poor, don't, poor Montana. Don't let them scare you off. How, oh, how they're they not. I'm taking Montana money line again. <laughs> <laughs> again, there. Just keep going back once. to the well. Shame yeah. on you. <laughs> I got a plus 800 last year. I'll get a plus 1100 this year. Um, I yeah, actually really, I really like their matchup against Michigan. I, I think they win this game. They are getting 16 points. I don't know what the what the uh, money line. Odds are, unfortunately. Yeah, it'll be, I imagine, around 1,100, 1,600. Yeah, that's They have senior guard play. They have depth in the front court. You know, I think they can stretch it out. Um, you know, I I just, I really like Montana in this game. And I know that they've underachieved this year. I think Michigan is reeling, questioning themselves after losing three straight to Michigan State. I think uh, Beeline and company will be ready. I saw physically saw Michigan players roll their eyes when they saw the draw against Montana, like, oh, we got to play these chubs again. You don't think that Montana, it's already in Montana's head? They only lost that game by 16. They they almost won the first half. They only lost the first half by three last year. I, not that I was invested in that. Anymore. You're really talking yourself into I it. mean, they I'm, only lost by 16. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it looks like they lost They lost by 14. They lost by 14. They, they kept it respectable. Yeah, it was like a low-scoring game, too, like 61, 40-something. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, what are they, 17-point dogs? Uh, yeah, 16, 17-point dogs, something like that. Yeah, I, between 15 and a half, 16. Give me Montana money line, baby. This is the biggest upset of round one. I will say Montana covers. I'm not going to go as far as money line. I would maybe... Throw a flyer on money line first half for Montana. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have enough to sustain because I just think the big sky was not very good this year. They opened up last year 11-0 in the beginning of the game. Mo Wagner was shook. Mm. Shook it. <laughs> shook it. Uh, anybody else right. who's with me? Uh, yeah, Michigan's terrific. Mo, blah, you blah, know what blah. they say, Mo Wagner, Mo Tana. <laughs> oh. You got it. I get it. It's very clever. Uh, <laughs> We've Michigan. got two Montanas. All right, you two. Yeah, I don't, I, it's, it's a lot of points. I, I'll, Michigan, take, Michigan. I'll take Montana to cover, sure. And I'll throw something down on the money line with Mike. Fine. Mm. Uh, you, okay, you guys have fun. I'm, I'm super I'm, convinced. I think I'm going to sit this one with out. Michigan. This, 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 I guess if I have to bet, I'll probably take Michigan. Right. But well, that's a lot of points. You sound happy points. about it. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you guys one last <laughs> question. One last question before we wrap, wrap, wrap up our bracket preview show. I'm not going to ask your final four. 
because that's too many teams. We've already talked about way too many teams tonight. Who is your national champion for 2019 right now after looking at this bracket? Who do you guys like? Do you want my fourth national champion? or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've, you've made a lot of calls during this podcast, which is pushing three hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, who do you like for, to win? The I have no idea. I plead the fifth national championship. No idea. Plead the fifth for Luke. I will go with Check the, in my, next my week. second national champion, the okay. North Carolina Tar Heels. North Carolina Tar Heels. All right, yeah. Taylor. I'm going to give you all my elite eights leading up to the national championship. Why? Um, just just <laughs> no. to be annoying, and I you specifically gonna... asked me not to do the final four, so I was like, I'm going to do one step more. Okay. Uh. No, I'm just, I'll just. I think Virginia's going to be the national championship. Mm. You think they're going to win? Yes. I think it's going to be really close, and I, I think they're going to have to play their arch nemesis to win it. I think it's going to be Virginia, Michigan State, and I, I'm leaning towards Michigan State right now. I actually mm. think Michigan State is the best defense in the country right now. I think they're one of the more versatile teams. I think they can beat Duke. Yeah, I think I think I, I think that loss of Marquise Bolden is really going to hurt them in that matchup. I think Tillman might be the only guard, guy in the country that can guard Zion one-on-one at least for brief periods of time. I like Cassius Winston. Even McQuaid stepping up? You know, are you kidding me? McQuaid, they remind me of Loyola Chicago last year. They're that sound defensive team that scores when they have to. Man, I like Michigan State. And it's going to be a close game with UVA, so that's okay. where I'm at right Here's now. Here's where I, I like am. it. I'm not messing around, and I'm not going to get cute with my national champion. I'm going to pick an ACC team. They've been the best three teams, I think, for the, the majority of 2019. The majority of, you know, 2018-19, if we were to look at the broad scope. For me, North Carolina, I think there's some treachery they could run into. And I also just don't like them against Virginia in a Final Four. Mm. I cannot get there. I think the who's just think they own North Carolina over the course of the last five years. What are they, uh, six out of seven against them? Yeah, something like that. The coaching matchup is not in their favor. That's not the case with Duke. Duke, the coaching matchup is against them. Oh, I don't want to be a homer. I'll pick Virginia, though. Oh, gosh. I, so I two Virginias, one Michigan w- State, and I don't one want North to, Carolina. But oh, I can't pick you Duke. Sweet I just, summer children. I think it's going to be Virginia versus Duke in the national championship. You really think God, Duke gets I there? Hope I hope you're yeah, right. I, I, I actually, Duke is not. Duke is not that good. I mean, I, 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 I agree with you for all the reasons. And I Zion is the best player in he, sports he right is, now. He is, but Duke is not that good. I'm totally basing it on the fact that I just think. Zion did not come back to risk his NBA future to lose in the third round, the second round of the Zion, Zion is like, I mean, I love Zion. He is heart. He is, he's everything I love about sports, but Zion is a bro and he wants to hang out with his bros, man. And he wants to to dunk the basketball and he wants to hang out and he wants to play and it's awesome. And look at all these lights. And like, I mean, Zion's having a great time. It's not like Zion thought like, Hey man, like maybe I'm not going to come back. Like that does he wasn't thinking about that. I don't think he came back. I think he for one reason or another. Mind. He just was like, "Oh, you mean like I get to no, play?" I think he does want to play. Like my and dudes? he's an ultra competitor and I just I it's I think Duke kind of 
it's tough for them to draw Michigan State as their two. I also think that they could run into a Virginia Tech barrage. I think that's in play. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. so too. Something like that. It could happen to them along the way. I think they're going to try to match up Trey Jones with Cassius Winston one on one. And if you thought those Xavier Simpson matchups were bad, you know, for Michigan this year, just wait till they try to put. I mean, he's going to put Trey Jones in a washing machine. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so <laughs> bad. It's going to be an embarrassment for Trey. They don't well, even. They leave Trey Jones like unguarded. That's literally a strategy hmm? people have for Duke. Is just leave yeah. him unguarded. I mean, which is embarrassing for him. Nick Ward is just going to be making rim runs on Jack White. It <laughs> just goes sealing him on the post. I mean, it's just going to be bad. It's, I hope wow, we get to see that game. What a it's take! Be great. I don't know if Michigan State gets that far. So Mike has Michigan State, Buffalo, Virginia, and who do you have out of the Midwest? Uh, I, I mean, I can see UNC getting to the Final Four. I could see it. That might be my easiest stake, I think. Yeah. I could see it. Virginia, uh, Kentucky, Gonzaga, and Duke. So you guys did Final Fours anyways. You baited yeah. me into it. I got it in there. We all got it in there. <laughs> Virginia, Kentucky, Gonzaga, Duke. Yes. Very chalky. Wow. Guthrie? Oh, dude, I don't know. I All I know, I know dude. is North Carolina is winning it all. And that's one Final Four team that I figured out. Yeah, that's all that matters. So, you know, I'll get there. I'll get there. You're going to be a penniless homeless man with all of your accounts emptied. <laughs> you're just be like, but hey, let me tell you. At least I had fun. Yeah, that's right. At least I had fun doing it. Can't wait. Oh, man. That First, was wonderful, gentlemen. What a celebration of this time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It C- is fun. Congratulations like to us. With you guys. Yeah. A lot of good knowledge dropped there. It's like Christmas morning. Can we review our biggest leans? Before we go, uh, let's just recap the biggest leans. Northeastern. Northeastern. Yep. Northeastern. That's that's probably my biggest. What do you I got? think there was a lot of Houston love. I, I don't think we can just um, negate that game. I, all of us gave great uh, points for Houston, except for, for myself. I didn't give any good points for that one, but you three did, so good mm. job, guys. Iowa State. Did we all like Iowa State? Oh. Yeah, no, you're, 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 you're a Buckeye. Mike's a stay away. Guthrie and I were on Iowa State. Uh, yeah, I also like Iowa State. Virginia Tech, St. Louis is another <laughs> lock we threw out there. Just the under. Like, St. Louis is so mm. bad. I mean, they, they just really it, cannot cheat the basketball. It is amazing that they they won yeah. the A-10. It's, it it's is, truly it, yeah, amazing. It really is. Uh, yeah, I also like Virginia Tech a lot. I think that might have even been my first lock. It was. <laughs> and it was only the third game we went over, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Until Good next times. time. Goodbye. Enjoy.